warmest of welcomes to the Financial Freedom Podcast, delivered as ever with personality by the team from Rachel Bell Wealth Management, along with their special guest. Now, today is a bittersweet day. We have reached the end of our first season of the pod, and we're going to be looking at the highlights from our first season. I'm joined in the studio by practice principal Rachel Bell. Hi, Rachel. Hi, James. And Abigail O'Brien, financial advisor. Abigail, how are you? I'm good, thanks, James. Fantastic. Just before we get any further, please note that the discussion points we cover in this podcast are our own views or those of the guest speakers and do not constitute financial advice. We always recommend that you speak to a professional before considering your own situation and taking action. Last time I'm going to say that this series, hopefully I'll be saying it again if we come back with a second season. So, Rachel, maybe we should just reflect on how this pod first started uh, and just share that with listeners. So Rachel had sent me some voice notes on various elements of financial planning. And I, at the time, was on a running challenge and thought, I'm going to go for a run and I'm going to listen to Rachel's voice notes at the same time. And as I was listening to the voice notes, I thought, this is really good stuff. Now, that didn't surprise me. But what surprised me was the way that it came across from Rachel. And I said, Rachel, we should do podcasts. And Rachel, you said... <laughs> I think I had uh, had a bit of a dicky fit at the time, James, because I, I, I remember doing those voice notes with dread, actually, because I'd not done anything like that before. And I was sat with Pam in the office. I did the voice notes and I just said, oh, my God, I just waffled. And then next thing, James came across and just said, actually, Rachel, I think that was really good. Um, I think we should do podcast. And and really, the, I think you sowed the seed very well. Um, and the one thing that I am really good at doing is talking. And we do kind of our health one and with clients is that we've got degrees in in uh, in chatting. Um, so we just got our heads together a bit, really, didn't we? And and just thought, well, what would it look like? What would we want to get across? What would the message be? And I think the most important thing for us was that we wanted it to uh, be authentic and to reflect what we do day to day with our clients and the messages that we want to get across um, and how our clients are so central to everything that we do. And reflecting back now, I feel quite emotional today, James, actually, with that. When you think we're at the end of the first series We've put a lot, so much work, we've put our hearts and souls into this. And I would really hope that um, there's so many points to take away from everybody. And I think that's what we're wanting to bring together today a little bit, really, isn't there? Is the highlights for us um, and where we go from here, James. Yeah, absolutely. It's been great fun. And uh, one of the things we were taking a look at some uh, some industry podcast figures yesterday and it was fantastic to learn that half of our episodes uh, on the week of release have actually been in the top 50% of podcasts. And <laughs> I think that's beyond beyond anything that we might have expected when <laughs> we first set off on this journey. Uh, listen, let, let's, let's move on to some of the highlights. So the pilot was where it all began. And that was all about finding financial freedom and trying to explain exactly what that was. So Give us your highlight from that, Rachel. Abigail, chip in at any point if you would like. What did we learn from that pod? I think what the what the strong message for me from that was that everybody's financial freedom and what that looks like is so different. And that's that's great. You know, it shouldn't be the same. We are all unique. And I think, Abigail, you said you used the example of, yeah, if somebody wants to buy a yacht, 
um, or you know, if you want to go down to Cornwall in your camper van uh, and everything like that, it, it it's so different. Our aim is to make a difference to people's lives through financial planning and to helping you achieve your goals and your dreams and your aspirations and to go on the journey with you. And if it, we all know that the last three years, that journey can take some real twists and turns. Uh, and even and even uh, where we are at the moment, there's a lot of uncertainty going on out there. But that doesn't mean to say that you shouldn't have a plan and a strategy for achieving what you want. And that is your financial freedom. And, and, and it's the biggest thing that we celebrate with clients is when we can see, we can just see and feel when they're there and when they're achieving what they dreamt of doing and how we've helped and support them to get there. I thought it was when we listened to it afterwards, we were a bit like, whoa. Because, you know, for that one, it was very much just meant to be a practice, getting used to the kit. And, you know, we'd, we'd even done a test karaoke on the mics beforehand. And we did. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, we were, I think we, 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 were, we were duped into that one, actually, weren't we? It was a pilot episode that we didn't know that we were going to be doing. Yeah. But actually got the message across that we wanted to get across. It did. And once you'd got over the, the, the fear, mic fear and everything that was associated with it, actually, you all did really well. And uh, it turned out to be one of our best listened to episodes of the pod. So if you listen to this one and you haven't listened to the pilot, please do uh, tune in uh, Apple, Spotify, Amazon podcast and hunt it out. Rachel Bell Wealth Management Financial Freedom podcast. Fantastic. So, yeah. And then we got on a roll and we had an amazing guest in episode one, the first official episode and we had the inimitable Steve Bolger. We did. Uh, we had Steve and uh, and the wow moments. The fundamental message that came across from uh, from Steve was how his perception of what financial advisors did to the reality of what we brought to life for him um, was a wow moment. You know, and and it started the podcast where he said. I didn't want to speak to a financial advisor. I did, you know, did I want to let somebody into our lives with that to end in the podcast with what would your advice be, Steve? And he said, you need to speak to Rachel and team. Um, or you need to speak to a financial advisor. And and his his priority was, was and is very much that he wanted to make sure that he was okay, his family and his children were okay and that they will be okay in the future. And we've helped him secure that through financial planning. And for, for me, I think what it also brought to life was that we're not normal financial advisors. Uh, the way that we work is not normal. It's not what people perceive. And even last week, I met with some lovely, lovely new clients. And the lady was terrified. She, she, she was genuinely really nervous. And her husband got in touch with me afterwards and said, thank you so much for helping to put her at ease. He told me how worried she was, uh, that she thought that she should have everything organised and sorted out and what would we think. But our approach is, is very real in that we are there to help and to support our clients and bring it to life. And, it, and it's nothing to be worried about at all. And I think Steve brought that across really well. He did, and, and for me, I think somebody said when they first listened to the pod, how much did you pay him to say, uh, to say that? And, mm -hmm. and the reality was we didn't. And, and also, we didn't in any way 
ask him to say anything. The whole thing was from the heart and it was genuine. Yeah. It was the first time that I was hearing that from Steve. And, you know, that for me was as good a testimonial as you will ever get about the way that you and the guys do business. Yeah. So it was a great one. Episode one, wow moment, Steve Bolger. If you haven't listened to that one, you should definitely give it a listen to. It's a real person talking about real experiences. We moved on to the important paper draw episode two and the whole team were involved in it. Let's just recap on what we learned there and what it is. Yeah, it is. It, it, I mean, it, it is what it says on the tin. We all have somewhere, whether it's on your laptop where you keep documents stored or whether you've got a drawer that's stuffed full of paperwork that you know you'll get around to at some point. But you also know that the paperwork that you put in that drawer is something that you need to keep because it's important but not necessarily sure why or what it means. And you don't necessarily have the inclination to look at it and try and understand it. And again, it's about perception. Um, you know, so a lot of people think that they need to have organised said drawer filing cabinet or bag with all the paperwork in before they have a conversation with us. And that's not the case. Because, you know... It, just taking pension paperwork as an example, you know, when you get that paperwork through, pension statements are so unfriendly to understand and to read. The vast majority of people will write on the envelope, pension statement, but if we paid them, they couldn't under they couldn't tell us what they meant for them and how it fits into their planning. So people often underestimate what they've already got. So our job is to bring that to life. It's our job to help you sort out that paperwork and Pam. You know, Pam's the queen of sorting out said paperwork drawer. But that's our job, to bring it to life, to help you understand what it means and how it fits into your objectives. And very often, more than more often than not, is that we present it back to you and just often in a simple table to say, this is what you've got, this is what it's going to do for you, and this is when it will do it. Sometimes, quite often, there's there's gaps that we need to bridge, but we've already made a start. And had you waited to have sorted out that paperwork drawer and understand what's in it, you probably would still be waiting now. Because just because you think you should do something doesn't mean you will. Quite right. Quite right. My uh, important paper drawer, well, you've got some of the stuff from it and uh, I've retained my first, very first wage slip from my days as a journalist. Still there, always will be. Which is, yeah. But I mean, that's like you... Hospital radio tape. Yeah, yeah. Less yeah. said about that, the better. Less said about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a bit of a coup on episode three because we managed to get Darren Johnson from St. James's Place to join us. Uh, Abigail, you were on the call, as were you, Rachel. It was a great one all around inflation, investing, and all sorts of insights into the financial world. What were, what were our key takeaways, would you say, from that one? Abigail, what do you think? I think... It ended up being really timely, actually. You know, he's senior investment consultant at St. James' Place. When you hear about the markets being down and, you know, all the scary media noise, he really digested it and said how it can work to your benefit, how we should feel about it, um, what inflation actually means, um, and put it into context. And he, he just made things really understandable for me. It did because, you know, again, sometimes people don't listen to or don't want to listen and engage because they think it's going to be difficult to understand. And he, uh, for me, he did take that to think, 
but actually it lets strip away some of the noise you know, because the reality is the reality is that the world is a scary place at the moment and there's always something going on and the only certainty really is that life is uncertain so should your plan necessarily change constantly and are the things that happen all of the time like inflation increasing interest rates uh, volatile markets are they always really bad or how sometimes they can work to your advantage and sometimes we should just kind of i think one of the the key messages is that we watch the tide not the waves but where the difference is and and again with us having the benefit and the insight from Darren is that we are the ones to help you navigate that the journey can be scary there's a lot of things that you won't understand and you should be able to ask anything you should be able to ask us anything or your you know your your own advisor you should be able to ask them anything at all to be able to help you navigate through whatever scary time uh, that 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 is happening in the world or in your life. I think the thing that resonated with me about that pod is that if you're really into investing and you you take a, a keen interest in the markets, there was there was stuff from that pod that you could really take away from Darren's insights. But equally, if you don't really know a great deal at all about the world of investments or markets or pensions or all of the things that we discussed in that particular pod there was an awful lot you could learn in an accessible way i thought darren was great and it was a real pleasure to to have him on the pod and i think we did great and very well to secure him actually we did given we did. his level of seniority and given our uh, the fact it was our first season you know we were very much an, an unproven um concept at that point yeah he's a very genuine guy as well you know he, he's his his approach and how he looks at things is, is to kind of keep things in context and a bit of a reality check sometimes, uh, which which I think is quite healthy. We took a look on episode four at businesses. And the theme of that was all around my businesses, my pension. And we invited Sam Lyon from legal firm Cartmel Shepherd in to share some of his insights. I took a lot from that. But what, what were the key takeaways, do you think, for you guys in summary? I think the key for me with with that one is that the phrase my business is my pension is something that we hear so often. And one of the challenges that we all face as business owners, you know, UI James, everybody is that our time is taken up by the day job uh, and running and growing uh, our businesses. So when all of a sudden somebody's asking you to invest time out of your busy day, you need to kind of understand what what's in it for you. And the reality is that having conversations with us uh, and, and and Sam early on in your journey means that we can support your business being your pension or your retirement plan becoming a reality and shape that. Um, you know, and, and you and I, James, have had a conversation this afternoon in terms of you don't need to be ready to retire to start thinking about how your business can shape what that retirement looks like and 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 perhaps you'd be surprised about how much value there is in your business to help you achieve that and possibly even achieve it earlier so the whole point and the key message for me from that was that engaging and having the taking the time to have the conversation will allow you to carry on 
doing your day job and knowing that you have a team of professionals with you, with ourselves and like with Sam to work away behind the scenes and get ready for that day when your business will become your pension. If you don't take that time, the chances are it will never happen um, or it will, there will come a time when there could have been a lot that you'd done that you wish you'd known earlier. And, and there was just a lot of really clear advice. I thought Sam broke it down really well. He did. Uh, in, a, in, a, in a clear and a concise way. He's a very affable chap as well. So it was great to have him in and, and, and to hear what he had to say, to the degree, in fact, that we invited him back a few pods down the line. And we'll get to that one. We stripped it right back in episode five, and that was all about creating good financial habits. And Abigail and Client Experience Director Pam joined us for that one. And that was all about offering practical advice to people at a time really when the economy's in uh, a, a pretty bad way. Abigail, just give us a, a recap on, on that episode. Well, we very much did a step-by-step guide on budgeting, really, looking at what you've got coming in, looking at what you've got going out, um, savings, so, you know, um, tips on how to get started with savings and the importance of having savings because really it's about, you know, putting the control on yourself, you know, you getting control of your money, um, yeah, and, ju- and just getting a handle on it. And we also spoke through getting into the good habits with saving. So it's not about skinning yourself every month. It's about making a start with it all and making it um, achievable. And even if you're saving each month £10, that can go towards Christmas, shopping that Christmas. You know, it's, and it's about when you are budgeting and, and things saving and things like that, thinking about the things you maybe only spend on once a year. Mm. So like your holidays, um, your Christmas, the the big spends, breaking that down into how much you need to save for them a month and just getting into these habits. So it, it prevents you having to use credit cards and loans and, you know, just really supporting yourself and giving yourself control, I guess. Yeah. No, it's right. It, it's, we. I mean, again, another way of putting it is about making good financial choices and, we don't want people to be living on beans on toast or not going on holiday. That's not what it's about. But it's about saying, you know, actually, you choose. You choose that you want to put this amount away. The reality is that actually your next holiday is already paid for or whatever it is that you want to save for. Building an emergency fund, you know that yourself, James, that when things break it's certainly more than one thing that happens at the time the washing machine breaks and all of a sudden you need two new tires having the 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 security and peace of mind that is brought by knowing that you've already got that money there yes you didn't particularly want to spend it on two new tires but you're not going to have to put it on credit card helping you to understand how it works and how you can budget adding up your contactless um and and just taking charge of it is really empowering and i think for me that episode there were all sorts of bits of advice in there and it was all done in the context of we get that things are difficult right now and you might not be able to do this but i think there was something that pretty much everybody would have taken away from that particular pod that was food food for thought yeah and it's not always about if you're just starting out either the more you earn the more you spend that's very very typical and and we certainly find that um, and always keeping those habits is is will really 
um, prove beneficial in the long run. Episode six was uh, really close to your heart, Rachel. It was called I Don't Like Pensions, which of course is the opposite of your position in life. I found that a really interesting one because they're a complex thing, pensions. And I felt that the, the subject was broken down into bite-sized manageable chunks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's what it's about, you know, because there've been times when I've been studying to become uh, a pension specialist when I've hated pensions too, you know, because they can be so complicated. And especially if you've got old plans that you've had for a long time and um, you're not quite sure what they mean or how they work or what your options are, it's only natural that you're going to be put off by something uh, like that. But what we love about pensions, and I do love pensions, is how when we take the time to consider how they might fit into anybody's plan, what the benefits are and bring it to life a little bit. And one of the huge benefits is the, is the tax efficiency um, of pensions. And especially when we're talking to business owners, but all of a sudden it's like we have the conversation and you see that light bulb go on um, with the clients that they realize, oh, actually they're not that bad. They're not that bad as long as you've got somebody to help you guide and navigate through through um, the whole process is what I would say. But there's nothing wrong with feeling, um, I suppose, anxious or having a dislike of pensions. I, I get that. I really get that. But in the right place, um, they can really be hugely beneficial um, for your financial freedom. And I think the message for me there would be that you do bring a lot of sense to pensions and order and advice and expertise. If there's anybody listening to this pod now who didn't catch the original one on pensions, just head back to the back catalogue and and take a listen because there's there's loads of useful information in there in there. And uh, you know, ultimately you might get to the point where you think, I want to take this a step further and give the guys at Rachel Bell Wealth Management a call. I think I would have thought that if I hadn't already done that so yeah a really good one for me and then in episode seven we find ourselves probably in a position we never thought we'd find ourselves in when we first thought of the pods because we were talking about world championship budgets <laughs> and it was a bit of a context because we had a great guy on we had richard miller on who uh, is a partner at legal firm Bennett's and has got a whole host of different business interests and that episode was called spinning plates and it was just all about the challenges of being in business and having to deal with so many other things and perhaps neglecting the financial side of things or the personal financial side of things i mean richard was really open um about about exactly that you know that that he had neglected and there was things that he wished he'd done sooner but the reality is you do the best that you can do at the time and he is now doing the planning and he, and he very much does see the benefit of it as a business owner for securing his future and making sure that everything is protected. And, you know, Richard is a really busy guy. Uh, um, he, he's an entrepreneur um, in the traditional sense of the word. And, and in fact, actually, I think it was just this last week that he has won the world championship for the fourth time, which is a record. 
Um, you know, so he, he takes an almost pride in everything that he does. So for us, it was a real compliment that he felt that he he could come on and have that conversation and be as vulnerable as he was really with that he he, he has neglected it in the past, but how he feels now uh, a lot better for taking control and putting plans in place. Yeah, and, and I think the message that it's not okay in a sense that you, that you do that, but it is okay yeah. because it's it's fixable. Yeah, and it's never too late to to take action. And actually, Richard hadn't left it mega mega late in life. Uh, he's a guy in his forties, isn't he? And he's oh no, he's not quite in his forties. Thirties, beg your pardon, there, Richard. <laughs> um, he's a guy in his thirties. So so he's actually he's, he's taking control of things in good time. He's just um, achieved a lot early on. Yeah, yeah, there you go, absolutely. Richard. Well done, Richard. <laughs> We brought Sam back, Sam Lyon back for episode eight, and that was called Is My Business Healthy? And again, we just shifted the focus there onto onto business owners, really, and some of the connections that exist between a financial advisor and a legal advisor and how the two can connect and complement each other. Rachel, do you want to just take us through your takeaways from that that pod, the highlights? I'm actually going to pass that one back to you, James. Okay. Um, just because I think, you know, you you kind of seen it firsthand, really, and and listening to the pod as a business owner, um, you know, Sam and I um, work together for uh, with mutual clients, and how we how we like to kind of describe it and work it is that we're both experts in our own field, uh, but actually both are really essential. Um, for for business owners at different points. So where we find is that we are often the catalyst and we will bring in the relevant expertise and and working with our trusted uh, professional partners such as Sam. And it's a real benefit for business owners because we all squirrel away in the background and work away for your benefit. But what, what was your takeaway from that as a business owner? I think I had two. The first was that we've actually done quite a lot that we should have done yeah. in terms of shareholders agreements, articles of association, the constitution of, of um, 32 West felt like it was in a good place, mm-hmm. but we discussed so much more than that. And what Sam was able to do is look forward mm-hmm. and identify some of the things that we might want to be thinking about now so that it doesn't get too far down the line. But I, I especially liked the insight he gave into family businesses as well and some of the complexities there because I think you know that they're layered in a different way than perhaps you know my business is so you know overall I took quite a bit out of that yeah. I definitely recommend it to to any business owner it's 20-25 minutes of your time and you will you'll learn an awful lot it was a good pod. It's the ongoing relationship as well, though I think that will probably surprise quite a lot of people because sometimes the perception is that solicitors, you use them for a specific task um, and then, you know, you pay them a fortune is the perception. When, you know, again, I think we talked about that and, and hopefully allayed some fears because it's not about that. It, it You should have a relationship with all of your advisors um, and, and that's where it, it came across from Sam for me that, that that's exactly what he does and it's important to him as well and i think that from both of you actually the degree to which you care about your clients and the businesses that you're working for you're invested in them and that just feeds into what you're saying there about a long-term relationship yeah. it's not transactional no by, by any stretch of the imagination it's it, it's very much 
uh, perhaps not quite a relationship for life, but a relationship for a long period of time. Yeah. Or, or actually, in, in your case, um, it, you know, it can be multi generational relationships. So it can be relationships for life, and and then some on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. That brings us to the penultimate pod. We had an amazing guest for episode nine, investing in a world worth living in. I think we're all blown away by Rob Gardner from St. James's Place and just the, the, the level of, you know, the pure number of facts he was able to retain in his brain and recite in the right context at the right time. Uh, it was one of my favorites and uh, apologies to any of our other guests who appear, but it was one of my favorites. I was blown away by it. It was actually probably our longest pod as well. It didn't feel like it. I wouldn't know where to start with with the main takeaways from that. It was all about how businesses or us as individuals can take sometimes small steps and have a huge impact on the world and the environment and on mitigating the climate crisis. Uh, Rachel, I know that you loved it. So over to you. I did. And, and I think, you know, the words that you said there, James, have been blown away. And I remember... Um, you and I sat across the table when we were recording and we were both just open mouthed thinking, wow, you know, the, the, the knowledge, but the passion that, that came across from Rob. And, and again, it's one of the reasons why we were so thrilled um, when he um, ag agreed to, to come on the pod for us, because he'd really inspired me to really look under the bonnet and learn about what we mean by responsible investing. And, how we can bring it to life for clients because just knowing that your pension and you asked the question james so what 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 can my little pension pot really do and he just blew that out of the water and explained to you in a way that i i couldn't have even started to do to to do that but the reality is that anybody that's invested with us with pensions um, or investments in general your money is really a force for good and we're investing for a world worth living in and the passion that Rob um, has in delivering that and making sure that that happens comes across so brilliantly in that pod. And yes, it, it is a, one of our longer uh, podcasts, but really inspirational. And I think you just captured uh, by, by that really. So I would, yeah, again, anybody that's really interested in how investing can be a force for good, um, then really do listen to that podcast because he was he was fantastic. That feels like a very good point to <laughs> to draw the curtain down on this first season. Oh, I feel really sad yes. of the podcast. <laughs> uh, it's been great fun. It has, it has. I think we've learned a lot as well. Yeah, absolutely. Learned a lot from some from some great guests from each other. Mm -hmm. And the Podfather. I, yes, yes, yes. I now have a t shirt that says the Podfather on it, which I wear with pride. Um, so I, I very much hope we're back for season two at some point, maybe next year, maybe maybe later this year, probably next year, if it's going to happen. Probably all that's left to say is thanks to you two for all your contributions, uh, to you, Rachel, for taking the plunge and saying, let's do it to anybody who has taken the time to listen or share the pod or recommend the pod. Any final words, Rachel, from you or from you, Abigail? I think the final words uh, words for me um, is thanks for helping us make it a reality, James. And, uh, you know, anybody wants to reach out to us and 
tell us about something else that they would like us to talk about or something else they would like to hear about on the podcast. You know, we we do have a list. We will hopefully be coming to series two, but we would love to hear from you um, as to what you would want. So please do reach out um, to us for uh, for that. So what about you, Abigail? Uh, thanks for everyone that's listened and it's been great to hear you know, positive feedback and comments. And if you do have anything that you want us to discuss in more detail, just let us know. Um, we'd love to hear um, or even you could share your experiences with us and yeah just let us know what you think and if you'd like us to chat about anything in more detail and and perhaps from me just one final thing uh, an unashamed thing I've, I've alluded over the course of the pod to the fact that my uh, and my family's financial um, affairs are looked after by the team at Rachel Bell Wealth Management and they do an excellent job so if you feel that you need help or support with your investments with your pensions uh, or money-related matters, I really would recommend that you give the guys a call. Uh, Rachel, what's the number? 01228 526 976. Write it down and give the ladies a call. Uh, you will not be disappointed or regret it. Thanks very much for listening, guys. And please do, if you've missed any of the f- previous episodes, have a listen and keep an eye out for season two. It's a wrap. We always want to hear what you've got to say about the pod. So if you've got any questions or comments, just head to our social media channels across Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Search for Rachel Bell Wealth Management, and as if by magic, the ladies will appear. Or you can head to our website, rachelbellwealthmanagement.co.uk, where there's a contact us form. We also need you to know that the value of an investment with St. James's Place will be directly linked to the performance of the funds you select, and the value can therefore go down as well as up. You may get back less than you invested. The levels and basis of taxation and reliefs from taxation can change at any time. The value of any tax relief depends on individual circumstances. Rachel Bell Wealth Management is an appointed representative of and represents only St. James's Place Wealth Management PLC, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority for the purpose of advising solely on the group's wealth management products and services, more details of which are set out on the group's website, sjp.co.uk. SJP approved on the 9th of November 2022.